Welcome back to Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots, Wrestling's Entertainment Champions. How to experience wrestling, wrestling's hidden treasures, and a historic pay-per-view this Sunday. All this and more in the room where it happens. We out here, baby. Let's get it. Pretty chubby flock. Why don't you go ahead and tell the fans how to tell, how to subscribe and like and what they can do for the bad guys. Check us out on Twitter at HPC2Sweet. On IG at HPC2Sweet underscore to talk shit with your favorite bad guys. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. He was pops and shots. Switch at HPC2Sweet. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on the audio version of this podcast. Wherever you get your fix. You already know what to the room where it happens, folks. It's been a week of wrestling where it's been a little l- l- lackluster and uh, a little disrespectful, wouldn't you say? But don't worry, we got you. We're talking about all that because the trash yeah. got to be taken out at some point in time, doesn't it? Oh, I guess man, so. I guess so. Shot on legends like that. That's how you do it. That's how you do. That's hey, man, how I'm you the do squad. Wow. They don't call me JP Savage for nothing, baby. I'm squirt squad it is. You already know. Can JP Savage handle a whole show that is just one match? Hmm. You think you, think you can do that? Match. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as long as the match doesn't involve Jake Hager talking on the mic, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. Yo, he wasn't that bad. I, I mean, oh, he, no, was he, bad. Wasn't that bad? he was bad. He was bad. He was back, but Jericho was worse. Let's this 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 week. Yo, this week, yo, Hella could have dropped the better promo, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I didn't like Jericho's this week, though. He kind of like it was kind of like weak. It was more of the fans. I feel. I don't know. I don't know. Jericho's. I mean, I yeah. Would you would you expect him to cut after last week? The if immortal promo. If anything, Santana was gold. Santana. Yes. Yes. That was that was a fact. And that's why it was that much worse for Jake Hager. He should just be the muscle. <laughs> just stand there and look big. You know, you want to smoke? Yo, it's 420. Go ahead, yo. But don't speak on the mic. And it was disrespectful. He took it out of Jericho's hand and shit. And Jericho looked at him like, why? Well, Stay in your lane. Well, staying in their lane is something that AEW's been known to do. They headline running the ropes this week. Gentlemen, champions, might I say. We start off with Dave Meltzer reporting. You know it's true. It got to be I, facts. May I, 5th. Dynamite will be airing a one-match show with just the one blood and guts match. What the? F- Como? So, so I don't believe. Gonna be? I don't believe anything Melcher says. Just saying. <laughs> Talk to Charlotte. About Yo, Melcher. Melcher's got a history of talking a lot of shit. But before we get into Dave Melcher, real quick, <laughs> huge shout out, huge shout out to Baby Cameron making their debut Tuesday night live. Out here, congrats to JJ. I know it's tough. Ooh, baby. Hope the family's happy, healthy, all that. Man, you guys awesome. gotta enjoy this one match show news, on May fifth. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, can we sit through? See, like because it is a special match, it's gonna be interesting to watch, right? I think that's gonna be exciting to watch. It's something different. It's supposed to be on Wednesday, which was something I didn't quite realize. Who who is in we the were, match? Let's talk about that. Who's in the match? It's the pinnacle and the inner circle. Okay. So you have like a t- uh, five on five, right? 15 minutes. So that's something Ooh. they could, they could, they could bleed, right? And then you could have people interjecting into the match. That shit could make the match <clears throat> two hours. Cool. We've that's seen fine. worse shit produced. Of course. In an you hour. 
right? Just watch Raw. <laughs> just watch Raw. Oh, I'm man. Sorry. So Listen, what's the concept this, of when this you match? Break, when you break the continuity that there was as far as the Raw after WrestleMania being the best Raw of the year, you deserve to get shitted on. And that's exactly what they've done. <laughs> so, no, more to PCS point, what the hell is this match really about? I think it's more about putting over the, the pinnacle here, over the inner circle, moving the torch. I don't know how violently no, they know, plan on doing so. About, bro, watch West Side Story, bro. Like, what? what you It's two <laughs> factions going at it. What more do you need to know? Faction, faction wars. Faction wars. As long as he's snapping in the background and not talking on the mic, we good. That's what I'm talking about. As long as he ain't on the mic. But well, if you really want to know what this match is about, you're going to have to see next week because that's when we're going to see the pinnacle and the inner circle parlay. This is what they're going to talk Ooh, about, parlay. what the rules of engagement are going to be. So, I, do, I do well in parlays. I just. What just do you think the rules football. of engagement are going to be? War games. Is this going to be identical to War Games? War Games. A cage with a, with a roof. They do it the right it's, way. It's there's yeah. You could go outside. Like there's an. It's like a hell in a cell around both. Yo, they need to bring back the fucking ready to rumble cage, bro. That's what they need to do. Oh man, that Yo, triple cage. Shut shut up. Up. <laughs> I thought David Arquette. I was so upset going moving going towards the he first Survivor lie. Series of Elimination Chamber. I thought that's what Eric Bischoff was bringing, not the fucking Elimination Chamber. I thought he's bringing the triple cage. That's gotta be I mean, it. The Elimination Chamber is pretty dope. It's dope. It's, it's dope. Yeah, but I was expecting that triple cage. Listen, if, if you're telling me we're gonna get a, a quasi fucking. Uh, War games, I'm so down. Hey. Then definitely give me this and only this for that Wednesday. I'm on Cinco de Mayo, nonetheless. Fucking Cinco de Mayo. You know what I mean? Margarita in hand. Ooh, that's and, a drinking holiday. Enjoy a slobber knocker. Oh. You know what Speaking I mean? of I drinking hope, holidays. I just hope JR doesn't believe he's back in NWA. <sighs> fuck up like he usually does. JR's been on. Yo, he's been a wreck. And we're going to get to that. But uh, you mentioned a drinking holiday, JP. And for sure, for sure, one coming up is 4th of July. But there are 10 individuals who may not be celebrating it on the 4th, looking like the 14th. So this release blanket, or I guess um, chapter of releases that WWE has made, includes the 90-day don't, don't compete clause. And um, we're going to get more in-depth with that, with specifics later on. But Ricky, Mickey James, Mojo Riley, Chelsea Green... Tucker, Wesley Blake, Billy Kay, all these guys have to wait 90 days. Bo Dallas. Yeah, Bo Dallas as well. Damn, I guess we're not going to see nobody at Rebellion. Damn. Damn. But we see them at Impact Slammiversary. Ah, that's more ah. like it. That's more like it. You know who's somebody that's still flowing around that uh, no one's been talking about because of this? Andrade because of this? is oh. a hot tamale right now. He is a free agent. He's so where does he really go? One of the hot boys. Charlotte. That's what's happening right now. Hey. Andrade takes the best pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the boobs in the pudding. Oh, man. I don't know, no. man. I, I mean, I, listen. It is what it is. For some of these uh, performers, like Samoa Joe, it's probably yeah. good thing. It's an opportunity to rebuild yourself, you know what I mean? To, to make sure you're healthy, get those bumps and bruises out the way. Work on repackaging yourself. One of the biggest mistakes 
I would say as far as uh, talent that has gone over to AEW from WWE and has not worked, and I'm talking to you, Matt Cardona, oh. that had to end up going wow. back. Like, yo, you're not reinventing yourself. Like, this is an opportunity to do something different. The one thing I've always said, yes, Dolph Ziggler is, is already tired in the WWE. And he's been there so long. Like, what else can he do, right? But if he were to leave, if he shows up anywhere else doing the same tired shit, nobody's going to tune in. Nobody's going to tune in. It's you fine. need to reinvent yourself. You need to start fresh. Every person that's a legend, has a legacy, reinvents itself with the times. Is able to connect with each time. So that's what they got to do. And failure to do so leaves you at the bottom. So Chelsea Green, bring back that crazy bra that you used to be. Bring that back. Ooh, I want yeah. You know that's I mean? a nice character right there. Andrade, show us what you got. Show us without someone holding the mic for you what you can do. I guess it's I guess it's safe to say that we're all pretty much eager and and ready to tune in, like you said, JP and PCF. You can vouch for for, for most of us when we say we 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 like a lot of the talent on this on this release card here. But um, if we want to tune in, we got we got to enjoy what we're watching, right? We got to enjoy the content. And speaking of enjoying content and tuning in, it looks like Peacock is a success, champions. We have succeeded. Peacock has more than doubled their projected number of views, and they are just getting started. How are we feeling about that? $43.8 million, but you cut 10 motherfuckers who wrestle their ass off. Yo, can I hold one? Budget cuts. Can I hold one? Let me hold one million. Budget cuts. Oh, yo, but th this is this is after getting the report though. You know what I mean, like we, we didn't know, so they should have waited. Clearly, you could have waited. <laughs> At first, clearly, like, how dare you? How dare you give so much credit to Peacock when we're not getting a cent? <laughs> Fuck out of here. We getting there you though. Know? We getting there. But, they go. Except that like, people are talking to our people, but our people don't talk. It's just... <laughs> nah, the truth is that WWE already got what they wanted out of this. All right, first of all, they got paid up front. Yo, yo. In a month. And, in a month. Oof. And they're going to claim that this WrestleMania was the most watched WrestleMania of oh. all time. Just like every WrestleMania is the most uh, all booked. All time. Wow. Right. They always break the attendance records. But, yo, there's only so much they could do with that, right? Because there's only bro. so many people that can fit in such a place. All I know is all when you're time. count, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're including the number of the count, the urinals, the garbage cans, you know, the hot dog carts, like, you include all that. That doesn't count. Just saying. Don't forget, this is the most carny business. This is carny as is it? fuck, right? So they're going to say, carny yes! That, that's why they even talk about how many people go to the show. Because it's carny as hell. Do you see? You see that? We got over a minute. You know how many people watch? Sir, yo, you're the only one not watching. I don't even know how you haven't watched yet because we're, everybody's watching this. How are you not watching? That's why. That's why they announce every time they break a record. That's why they always talk about it because they can sell that shit. They can say, that's what got them a billion dollars from Peacock in the first place. Let me hold one, like, Vince. That's what Vince, for them. Vince hold is over one. first. Damn. That's, that first. carny ass selling that first. This is now the largest WrestleMania in history because even though it's got like 17 people inside, it, it had whatever the views that it had outside. I, I didn't even, I lost the views. But, 17 people. <laughs> you know, 
It was like what twenty four thousand. I'm proud. I'm proud of those seventeen. COVID era, I guess. With my seventeen people. Listen. There was more cardboard hard in the, in the making of this WrestleMania than any other. <laughs> there is so hard. If you're speaking about hard. hard, oh, there you go, there you go. That's a oh, let's go. Yeah, fucking Victor Miss. Villain out here soliloquies and shit. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just. I'm trying to let y'all bask. I'm just trying to let y'all bask in 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 the in the symmetry. You know, if remember, you know, he's, he's a basketball <laughs> shit right now. So, let's not, let's not. Let's talk not. to him, PCF. What's so hard? Miss uh, Ronda Rousey has announced that she is pregnant. Where Congratulations to uh, That shit ain't easy. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout outs to all the wrestling fans that are still saying she's going to come back. Yesterday, Yo, shout out to Mo the G. week before, ago that she's not wrestling because she's gonna get pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, he was right. Yo, Dave Meltzer, <laughs> and it only took two years. So much contradictory shit that if you wait long enough, all his shit becomes true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like he could be, he's gonna be like, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan's dead. He's a philosopher. Dave Daniel Bryan's not dead. Daniel Bryan's not dead, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> but Dave if you wait, Meltzer. I won't be right. Dave Meltzer is the weatherman of wrestling world, bro. Oh man! <laughs> oh, only, only he bro. can wear that title. Only he can it's wear that crown. That crown is gold. Crazy. That is Dopp- is gold. What is it? The, the, the Doppler? Doppler radar and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wild, yo. Yeah, Mister Meltz weather over here and shit. There's oh, a forty percent chance I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Just Steiner math. But he's been, he's been God for like so long uh, too. Always beautiful when you see you know a, a, a new a new a human being into this world. Oh, many blessings. We're gonna, we're gonna talk a little bit more about Mister Uncle Dave, but um, you know the, the one thing about pregnancy, about... the pregnancy like you know is really not talked about enough. It is a terrible experience for for the woman. Like there's a lot. It's a daunting task on the body. And, and, and uh, you know, when you talk about WWE going back to Saudi Arabia, I feel the same. Like, why are we still <laughs> doing this? Why are we traumatizing these performers? What What is happening here? Are you not getting enough Peacock money? You got to get the Saudi money, too? Yo, listen. Everybody wants you, money, you bro. See, you know what your problem is? Right, we don't have no problem, money. We don't have the money. The problem is that you think that there is a final boss. You think that there's a, a last level. There is That's every time. Problem, you don't play Mortal Kombat? Nerds out there. That's the problem. <laughs> there ain't no final level. There ain't no top. The top is where you make it at when you're the WWE. So it's not like, yo, do I have enough money? It's how much money can I get? That's what that's about. So if you can get more money, that's the nature of business, is it not? Do you 100%. build a business so that you can kind of make some money? Or you do you build a business so you can make as much money as possible? 100%. But my fundamental problem with that aspect of greed is that, one, if you're in the search for money, why cut people the way you did? And on top of that, send their endeavors in trash bags? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's why I say that's classless, right? That is classless. That's trash. Caca sandwich right there. Target never treated me like that. (laughs) If you talk about, you know, making money, these are individuals that have made you money. That's not, you know, it doesn't matter how long they were in catering. They still sold merch. They still were working with talents. 
I mean, think about somebody like Bad Bunny that just showed out. Think about the talents that worked with him backstage that nobody's talking about. So these individuals are still producing even though we didn't see them on TV. And they get the boot. Fucking Samoa Joe gets a cold for no reason on WrestleMania, standing out there in the rain and shit to get the boot. And then he's going to get his shit in a garbage bag? Joe's, Joe's it, situation is a little bit more, in, more intense than that, though. <clears throat> bag, bro. It wasn't even a hefty bag, bro. It was like store uh, Yeah, but Joe, Joe's more hurt than, than anything, than, than he wants to say. And, and nobody's really talking about that either <laughs> with Joe. So Joe's a little di- just a little different, though. Why? What happened with Joe? Because he, 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 he's been... He's been on hold for a while, and they they have he's been injured per se. He's not cleared, but what's to say that what's to say that he's he can go? He feels himself. I'm sure he feels himself. He can go right. Yo, but like, so you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. If you're the WWE, if you fucking protect mm. the guy, and you're like, yo, I don't feel like you should be out there fucking wrestling, and the guy's like, yo, I want to fucking wrestle. WWE's the bad guy for not letting the guy wrestle, but. If Damn. WWE lets, lets the guy wrestle, then fucking CM Punk comes out and sues their dicks off. So where do where, like there's no yeah. win? There's nah, no you, win you, for WWE. You, they right? have they have to let him go. They have to let him. Oh, no, listen, that's why yo, that's well, why Samoa, you gotta let him go. They have well, Samoa Joe shit. He was now a commentator making performer money. That was the thing. Yeah. That's the thing, and, I, and that I understand. You know, I understand that. But still, not even a hefty bag, like. That's what we do. That, you got to take care of them. I'm sure Taz... Well, I can't even say for that either. It's just that Mickey James is the one that posted it up. I mean, if it happened to Mickey James, like, well, who did Mickey James piss off that she's the only one that's going to get her shit in the garbage bag? Yo, and she tweeted that directly to Vince. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that is wild. And to the, to the credit of, of the WWE, Triple H did put out a statement, right? And to paraphrase... It was a disgusting situation, and the person responsible is no longer with the WWE. That was a statement, essentially. Okay, but it shouldn't happen. I believe you. That's more of like, let's clean our hands real quick. You know what I mean? Let's put up. I mean, I'm going to say this. Triple H was not bagging that up, right? You know that, like, Vince McMahon wasn't bagging that up. So that that was somewhere below them. And I just don't believe that they're like put that shit in the garbage bag and send it back to them. I'm just I'm I'm sure. Nah, there's no way. (laughs) Right, like like you like Triple H or Vince or somebody. Yo, collect their shit and and send it back to them. Maybe something like that. Like yo, put their shit together and send it back to them. I have a hard time believing that they're gonna they're gonna spend the iota of effort to think yo let me fucking demean them even more by fucking putting it in a garbage can. I just don't believe that. They didn't need the bag though. It was in a box. You could have just boxed it. You didn't have to bag yeah, it on top of it. You just boxed it. You didn't have to bag it. Talking about yo Vince, but Vince does that to people. He absolutely is mind games. Ten fucking random jobbers and shit like, like you know what I mean? I, I just have like to Samoa Joe to fucking me. I, I don't think. There was Bro, never anything there. Man, like you, you ever heard anything man, that there was an issue? My man, the same fucking ponchos that Samoa Joe, Michael Cole, Corey Graves were wearing at WrestleMania. The same one that they bagged up all this shit and sent it to. <laughs> they flat. used the same on, shit. They didn't even buy a new fucking poncho. They used the same wet you know what one. <laughs> and it was still wet. Shit was still wet. At the end of the day. Vincent Kennedy McMahon may not have said, yo, 
uh, put that shit in a garbage bag. But at the end of the day, it is his, it's his company, and whoever gave the directive, and that was the result, it falls on them. It's true. That's All right, and and the dudes got fired, right? Whoever it was got fired. So no, no, no. I mean, but I'm saying the person that, that I'm saying the person that directed them to do so. The individual right, well, fucked up and they got fired. So, but I'm saying the the person that told them to bag it up and was it specific, right? So, Enough uh, to say. So, hold on, hold on. I, I don't have a. I, I'm gonna what? Be a subordinate and I gotta be told exactly where to put it and how to shove it. Bro, Some, yo, yo, yo. Did you see the America we live in, bro? Yo, the... Are you, <laughs> are you fucking serious? Did you see our last president? Nah, wait, let me not go there. Let's not go there, Jay. Because... <laughs> Hold on. Hold... Listen, you could, you could call for help. <laughs> the authorities for fucking help. And they shoot you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be so, fucking So, speaking of... It seems like be... contracts are expiring these clear. days. There's, the contracts are expiring these days. People are moving. They're going. They're coming. They're going. No, we don't know where they're going. <laughs> And, no, um, man. The fact of the matter is, is like, right, so you're Triple H, right? What do you do? So you fired the guy, you released a statement, you're like, that shit was, I forgot the words he used, but he was like, yo, that's fucked up. Right? Now, that's it. What what, what happens now? In, in your opinion, what should he do? Like, what? Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. That's what no, we're No, 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 but if you are that guy, like, you're, you're the guy, you're a subordinate, did that fucked up shit, now you got to deal with the consequences. What would, all right, you fired the guy, now what? Now you go to AW and spill your beans. <laughs> that's that's hey, but that's kind of like format protocol. Like that's like that's how it goes. You seen drumline? That's how we sell tickets, baby. You know, the cannon to the curb. What he did? He went to the competitor, and they were like, "So, so what's good? Tell me, tell me what they doing? What they do for the class?" Yo, when the Patriots sign. A player of the team they're gonna play with the two weeks before, you know what you know what, what I'm deal saying. Is? You know what they're doing. You know what the bro. Deal is? Oh, if they're willing to deflate the balls, they're willing to cheat. I ain't fucking with nobody that's ready to deflate balls Brett and say Brett school Brett. He's willing to send their shit in garbage bags, bro. Hey, <laughs> well, fuck it, fuck it. We we here, we out here. Oh, oh yeah, man, yeah. Uh, if like you don't believe me? Make sure to watch A and E. The hunt for, you know, for, for, for WWE treasures with Mick Foley, the episode that just happened this Sunday, and watch what happens when Mick Foley tries to encounter Vince. All right, all right. Well, well, hold on, hold on. We'll talk about this A&E shit in a second. Oh, and he's popping. Let's, I, I want to talk about Uncle Dave for a second. Hmm. Uncle Dave. Crazy Uncle Dave. Crazy Uncle Dave got in trouble this, uh, this past today when um, he didn't know when to shut the fuck up. About hey, as, as usual. Yo, so, all right, we all know that Dave Meltzer's full of shit, right? So, <laughs> let's start there. So, Dave Meltzer basically was talking about Charlotte's suspension. Right? Mm. So, Charlotte has recently been suspended for attacking a ref. But it turns out that ref. it's for ref. very, like, not, no, it's going to be for dental work, right? They're going to do dental work. She got cavity? But Dave Meltzer <clears throat> is out here talking about that she's Fault? subconscious about her looks. Mm. And that's why she's going to work on herself and talking about body image this and a complete makeover that. Black. And Charlotte Flair has something to say about it. Black. Charlotte mm. Flair said, yeah, I just listened. I thought Dave Meltzer would have learned his lesson last time commenting about women's bodies. But apparently I'm fair game. Face with rolling eyes. So I get to respond <laughs> again to a rumor about my body again. You know what? This is when I Chicken stop. Butt. Dave, go to hell. You have my phone number. It would take you 30 seconds to ask, mm -hmm. as opposed to giving straight crap to your listeners. Grow up. 
for you of all people to comment on a woman's looks. You have any shame, decency, or professionalism left at all? Find the mirror, look hard, Dave. Damn. Burn. Sick motherfucking burn. Yo, finish Dave him. Meltzer, Dave Meltzer has some fucking cold Jones, bro. I'm telling you, like, this mother, like. Mole Jones? So, so, so to yeah. say, to say. Cojones, Cojones. Oh, oh. You know, to, 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 to talk about her body, you know, and, and, and there's been, you know, this is not the first time this conversation happens when it comes to Charlotte, you know. A lot of people have a lot of shit to say, and there's none of their fucking business, bro. Like, a lot of people are, are, are into the tough people, bro. They get on Twitter and shit, and they say whatever's on their mind, have no filter. Yo, look at how happy Andrade is, bro. Look at how happy Charlotte is. You you think there's a problem there? Leave him alone. Charlotte is a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman. Wow. Is she's everybody cup of tea? Maybe not. But why the fuck does it matter? She is one of the best women wrestlers in the world. And she comes from legacy. And she is money every time she does anything. So what is the problem, Dave? At problem? some point, at some point, you got to look around and be like, I'm the problem. <clears throat> I, yeah. Dave, like, at, at some point, you just got to be like, damn, everybody keeps telling me shut the fuck up, baby. Nah. It ain't just Dave, though, man. It, 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 When's Dave going to get canceled? It's That's easy to I'm pick talking. on Charlotte, though. It, talk about, talk about, who goes up in the bitch? Our boy, PCF. What's up with that boy, bro? Because he's a little yo, loud, too, yo. He's, uh... He's a homeboy from Guayaquil, Ecuador, just like me. He, he's, talk, Ecuador. he's talking about how Charlotte missed on missed Mania on Sunday, but was able to show up on... on uh, my bad. Missed Mania on Sunday, was able to show up on Monday and whoop everybody's ass. He's tying that, in, he's tying that into um, her involvement with Andrade. Right. Like, That's Charlotte so is so just so easy for people to just fucking love, number one, but then... Pick on, yo. What's up, man? Y'all yo, but journalism. Hugo <laughs> and Hugo Hugo spoke about how WWE has like this thing with uh Latin superstars, how they're not being pushed as they should be. And he's only using them a certain way and, and it's like they're here today and gone tomorrow. Well let's, some... be, real. let's be real, hold on, hold on, hold on. At some point you gotta realize that this is it's almost like it's not a race thing. No, right? He, yo, he doesn't know how to use any fucking body, bro. <laughs> yo, he, and then, yo, yo, there's nobody that's getting like a fair shake, really. Yo, it's, listen, it's, for every for every Andrade, there's a Dolph Ziggler and a Rick Rude, and like, and, you know, uh, Rick, Rick, Rick Rude, Bobby. Never gonna get you up. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's like, yeah, I I'm not saying he's never been or he isn't. I'm saying that like this booking shit isn't always a race thing i just think he's really sucked sucked he's just so sucked. out of touch yeah yeah he can't do it but no see, more. see the problem is the problem is it is a race thing mischief because yes it sucks but guess what it could suck with some more minorities at champions right because the problem yeah, is no doubt. the same old shit the problem is we have the third african-american champion in history in the wwe <laughs> The third. How many Hispanics we got? We started this fucking podcast because said the booking sucks. And this is the, like, come on now. It is a problem. Because even if it sucks, then give other people a chance. And they're not getting that chance. Who who was the last? Just put on massive weight. The man is looking spectacular. Out here looking like Austin Theory, right? (laughs) And what he did, he 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 showed up 
this week and he got dropped. Got squashed, bro. Like, what the fuck is that? What's the point? That's the problem. So race is is part of the issue. And not seeing it, that's being blind to it. I hear you, JP. It's just a certain way that we we're so accustomed to use to using I mean to, to watching um luchadors compete. And I, we've said it here before, man. We've said uh, the the whole Escobar movement, man, is is what's up with me because I feel like he he was speaking all the right in, in the right tone when he first got here. It's kind of slowed down a bit, but he's still getting but- his push. And we've Listen, seen something we different. About, we've always talked about how like Vince pushes like a black champion on, you know, in February when it's back. Like we we recognize all like hello, fucking how is how many has it been? Three, four, African American champions, right? Three. So we've always three, right? Bobby Lashley was the third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've always recognized that it, but it's also not just that. It's also like yo, it's it's like. You're racist and you suck. <laughs> and like, like, yo, because every once in a while he could write a good Latin storyline, right? Like, they, you know, Eddie Guerrero had a great storyline and the championship run, right? Uh, run through the top. Like, that was great. And it was, it, it got the fans' attention. And I think he wrote it great. I mean, it was racist as fuck, though. Lie, cheat, steal, fucking Latino heat. It has been documented, Eddie, yes. It has been documented. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Eddie Guerrero was the man. He does no wrong. Well, speaking of documentation, right? A&E is well known for their documentation. And it turns out we're going to get a, a little taste of heaven, if you ask me, man. We already got a piece of pie on Sunday. Stone Cold Steve Austin's documentary. JP, why don't you tell them about the lineup A&E got in store for the rest of the way? Well, the interesting, interesting fact, A&E apparently is in bed with the WWE. And they're going to give us the happy ending of a biography, as they did for Stone Cold this past Sunday. Upcoming next is going to be the one and only Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, they have Booker T lined up, Macho Man Randy Savage, and also Shawn Michaels, and more to come. Um, I, for one, enjoyed... The Stone Cold uh, documentary. I feel like I've known a lot of information, but I will say the one thing that stood out to me is this. This is the first time that I heard Stone Cold talk about his daughters on a personal level. Right. And and that's something we haven't seen. And and, and the fact that we didn't, I I didn't really realize that Stone Cold kept to himself so much when it came to being in the business. Um, You always got the impression that everybody loved him. He got along with everybody, but we got that side of it. So that was very interesting. Yo, the story Uh, about the girls? In London, the one that, when they, they, that his his daughter picked up the accent, yeah, yo, that yeah. shit was tough, man. It hurt, but it just you know it hits home to like if you want to get to a certain point, the sacrifices you got to make. Facts, right? man. Uh, but yo, excellent job. I'm looking forward to the Roddy Roddy Piper biography. I've read his book, and the man lived a crazy life, has crazier stories, um, especially in in the era of wrestling where there were no hold bars, right? And so it's exciting to see what, what's going to be happening. But A&E is also, they have a show right after that, and it's WWE's uh, merchandise, right? They're, they're, they're trying to find the Hall of Fame merchandise. And this week, you had uh, Mick Foley going out and searching for his stuff. The original Mr. Sacco, his original leather vest as Mankind, um, because they want to make a museum for all these artifacts that are historical in, in the history of WWE. So it's actually the what? because 
the annals of history. Right. And it's pretty dope because they give, shine, they give you shine as well to, to the fans. That, that are you shining the annals? That yeah. are these collectors and, and they, you know, they put it's a good place to shine. investment and time. Um, and they're getting to in get the annals? as well. So it's pretty dope. Um, and, and, and it's interesting because you start in the negotiations, you see some bartering happening. So in that's how cheap the WWE is. Bartering is being introduced. Yo, even after Peacock. <laughs> uh, but they do that in the annals? A and E is trying to fucking blow the house down because they also in have, the annals. They also have Mick Foley appearing on Pawn Shop. You have Ric Flair selling car insurance, and he's on, on some other show where he's challenging selling people. annals. Listen, it is amazing. I'm looking forward to it. A and E, which and the biggest biggest statement I can make annals. A and E is known for their facts. Their historical content, and they're collaborating with the WWE. Legitimacy is the key, folks, and, and we're there. We're there. No uh, doubt, the show is going to be dope. Um, they're looking for Taker's betrayal urn. It's going to be dope, right there. Um, I like that. Um, that that started the whole Kane storyline, right? If I'm not mistaken, that so, sounds like a lot of exclusive, exclusive materials and items. Yeah. Sounds a lot like something we can get some uh, somewhere else. Mitchie, why don't you talk to him a minute about Foco and the things you can Ooh. get out there because they got some exclusive, exclusive shit too. Listen, you want to get some officially licensed merchandise. You don't go to the guy on the corner of Canal Street. That's not what you do. You don't go there for official merchandise. You don't just put on the Google machine. You don't hop on amazon and you're like oh let me just get some wrestling shit that's not how that works guys you're gonna get all that fake stuff official licensed merchandise from foco.com f-o-c-o yo mom.com get that that's where you get the official merchandise talk about bobblehead t-shirts all the fun stuff scarves and shit you got socks pants shorts you saw those wild ass shorts that they just released them basketball shorts that say let me in right in the crotch oh yo, check them out I, I thought you were talking about the sweatpants because I was going to get me a pair too. .com. Yeah, you only have one pair of sweatpants and you're wearing them now. So, <laughs> Foco.com, hit them up with the HPC APR. That gets you a discount, baby. It's a lot of letters. Because the bad guys do nice things. HPC APR. Check out the bobbleheads. Legendary Let shit. Let your head bobble. Don't be loco. Hit up Foco. Oh! PCF with the closing hit. The cleaner. The cleaner cleaning it up. Speaking of cleaning it up, uh, it's time to clean up the a damn run line here. It's time to hit some... What, what's bumping, guys? What, what are we going to talk about? Uh, Dave Meltzer's face. Oh! Yo, his face a is... Lot a lot of bumps bumpy. there. Mad bumps on that. That's, <laughs> I, I think, yeah. I think you I find one, you or, one or more, two. We got you, Charlotte. We got you, Ashley. We got you. <laughs> a few hidden treasures in that face, I'll tell you that much. Um, it's all the fungus. Hidden treasures, Yo. wrestling hidden treasures. Mission, why don't you enlighten <laughs> us about some wrestling hidden treasures besides the ones on Meltzer's face? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, I think, I, what do you want to see on that show? Like, that's ultimately something that I want to get behind. Like, what would be one of those things that, like, yo, I got to watch? Right? I, I've got to get find like the original Sting Bat, but like I want to see that. Like, well, you that know who had one of those. You know who had one of those bat? Sting Bats. Um, 
Tony Khan. Oh. And he gave he it to Sting when he came he into did. AEW. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, that's fucking dope. Yeah, He's like, I'm so rich, dope. I'm going to give you back your memory. Yeah, how, about, how about Rick Martel's spray thing? Ooh. The little thing they used to spray? Like, shit like that, right? Like, we yeah, gotta expect yeah. things like, like that in the fucking... Like Yo, the mirror that's cracked, right? Literally cracked. Uh, and you see, like, a piece of sh- um her hair. What's uh, What was her? Um, Sensational Sherry. Sensational Sherry's hair. Or How something. about the first money oh, in maybe the bank? Maybe some lipstick or something. I don't know. The briefcase? Yes. Yeah. The first briefcase. Yeah. What about all those elbow pads that The Rock would throw out in the <laughs> You know how many millions first were made? I want to find the oh Rocky Maivia tassels. How about that? Oh. The nipple ones? Um, <laughs> I raise you Rocky Maivia's tassels. Ooh. And I'll see... How about Ultimate Warriors tassels? His first set oh, of tassels. Oh, yes. Yes. And then I'll raise you once more Randy Savage's tassels. Oh, yeah. Randy Savage's scepter. The scepter the he Randy had. Randy Savage wedding outfit. How about that? Oh, that's fucking... That's a collector's item. I want to see right all there. the snakeskin that Jake Roberts left behind in every arena. <laughs> actual... <laughs> Like molted snakeskin, the little pellets of shit that they the snake left. How about where's the original? How about the the bag that I think is big? Uh, big John Stud winning the first uh, unofficial Royal Rumble. Uh, the bag of money that he got. How about oh. that? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Pieces of ring mats from legendary matches, like. Eddie Guerrero they, so, so, and JBL. Well, you want a, a vial of the blood? They have, they Basically. have, they put, they included him in some action figures. Like some action figures come with like a, a chip of the, uh, of maybe a shirt of merch from the wrestler or the ring mat where they wrestled the match. They, they've been, they're like hole punching fucking <laughs> mad merch. Um, nah, but like I would, I think I would want a piece of that fucking mat just because of how crazy that match was. Yeah. 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 How about how about every turnbuckle that uh, George Animal Steel fucking chewed up? Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, at least the first one, right? Where the fuck would the first one be? How about the, the salt that uh, Mister Fuji used to throw in everybody's eyes? Oh man, I'll I'll, I'll throw that shit right back and so, right back at him when he gives it to me. That's <laughs> This is for nine. Go, go. This is for Mania nine. First the cross that uh, Stephanie and Stone Cold were. Uh, oh wow! Oh, I'm pretty sure they have that. That's gotta be yeah, in the, the dungeon sacrifice? somewhere. I'm pretty sure they threw that shit away. I'm How about nah. Triple H uses that every every other night. <laughs> the backlash they got off of that. <laughs> nah, man, they gotta keep that. They has to. They, damn. Yo, God knows the shit subs. that they had back there, man. Chunk. What was it that you said before? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, a uh, May Young and Mark Henry's hand. <laughs> there, you <laughs> there you go. Somebody Who has, has to have hand? that shit. Who has that shit is still sticky. Oh man, it reminds me of yeah. how about wow. for the for the lingerie contest they used to have back in the day. Oh my god, you know that sable pants. The sable. Remember those? Ooh, I was thinking about that. The the sable's hands. Yeah, I was thinking about that moment too. I think Brock owns those. Late, late, late. Last night I was thinking about it. Those are now Brock's hands. You're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> those are 
Vince. Vince's first tank top. His first wrestle match tank top. <laughs> his first uh, sexual harassment quad. What about wow. Kane stuff, yo? Like, Kane, like Kane has some dope shit, like the mask, the cape. The first cape that Kane came out with in the house show. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck that. I want to see the, uh, what is it? The dentist that he had? The, oh, the, the head shit that he wore. Isaac Yankum. Isaac Yankum, yes. Let's yeah. get his outfit. Small fucking yeah. And let's get the bleach Yankum. bottle he used to bleach his hair with. How about that? <laughs> the most important dentist in all of history. Yeah, I bought some of uh, Ravishing Rick Rude's uh, tights. Oh, wow. Yeah, like very RVD-esque, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I heard they got stains on them. Ooh. On the outside. Uh, Razor Ramon. <laughs> Ooh, Razor Ramon toothpick. Yes. I feel like that's one that everybody can say they have. Yeah, they get it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> the well, supermarket. Yeah, the in the in the <laughs> I'm always like, yo, no, I got so, I have an authentic, authentic Razor Ramon toothpick. Here, I'll sell it to you for a million dollars. How about the Bronco <laughs> that, uh, or, or the Gold Dust Oldsmobile? That when oh, Piper and the Lincoln? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Wow. Sure. I would love to see that shit. Oh, the chair that fucking The Rock almost killed uh, Mick Foley with. Oh. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> nah, you know the one where you The Rumble, the Rumble one? Yeah. Yeah. The one at the Super Bowl halftime performance? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Good times, good times. Even McFoley. There's a lot of hidden treasures, man. One. And you can find a lot of them on eBay too. Most of them. Even these any shits. even any of those beers that were thrown at Austin during his run. Oh, can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> yo, that guy was the greatest quarterback of our time. Facts. He was, yo. Never <laughs> missed. Never missed. <laughs> I don't Forever unsigned. I remember I remember a bunch of drops, but I don't remember no misses. Yeah, yeah Austin <laughs> needs to work on his wide receiver game. But I wonder, I wonder though, is the, was the man having beers himself? <laughs> was the beer the, the, the catalyst to the, the perfect throw? Is the secret key? Yo, spe- speaking uh, of, uh, uh, hey, this is my boy. I rate it though, rate it, rate it though, rate it. Rate yo, it. spill some down here, bro. Um, yo, it's pretty good, bro. It's kind of hoppy. It's six point seven percent alcohol, which is nice. It's a pale ale. Nice, uh, crisp flavor, not too overbearing. If you know, it's like it's got that IPA taste to it, right? That, that we all know and love. I'm not a fan when it's too strong and toasted, and it's not. It's pale ale, the way it's supposed nice. to be. I really nice. like it, actually. Nice. No doubt. No doubt. Check it out. Now, cut me it, that. Do you feel? Stone cold? Do, you, do you feel? Do you feel that is refreshing? It is kind of refreshing. It's like, it's like a nice cold beer on a hot day kind of refreshing you know well that's uh, wonderful because i think you know that'd be something perfect for all the commentators on the hot seat right now Ooh, yeah, quench that thirst i know jr could funny. use a sip or two what the fuck yo <laughs> yo i laughed because i was on twitter and somebody said oh my god jr is amazing <laughs> yo jr is the shit but he's not unflappable like the, the man fucks up time did you tell time him to again. get off the network yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Jay, uh, so uh, it's funny you mentioned JR right right off the bat cuz like we've been talked about JR being kind of like uninspired the last couple of weeks, right? He's just kind of like that. Not the last couple of weeks, right? We for a minute. Now he's kind of like ah, whatever. So Penta was fighting uh Trent, right? <clears throat> On Wednesday. And Penta does the whole thing where like he slaps the corner, right? Trent moves out the way. 
And JR was like, the post no sold it. And I hated that he said that. You know? I, I, the, the fucking mark in me was just like, you don't acknowledge a sell. You're not like he knows so like the post no sold it, but then it was also kind of funny. So I'm like, I don't know, man. But um JR has a habit of kind of like breaking that fourth wall. And like he completely like disses the dinosaur gimmick. And he's always like very disinterested and like flips. He's like, you see, that's why that doesn't need to happen. Blah blah. Like, oh, okay. Like JR's biggest strength has always been. His ability to sell big moments. Big moments have Jr.'s voice on them. Mm-hmm. That's, it. That's and, and, it. And the content, he, the context, he's able to add to those big moments, right? Yeah. Right, right. But you have to say there's a correlation between the fact that the big moments haven't been there consistently and his lack of being able to produce that. No, I disagree wholeheartedly. They have been. You know what else disagrees? Mm. The sting, the stinger, right? Stink came out the Shivani's taking over best though. Thing he's seen in a long time. The what? The Stink best came out talking about it, the best wrestling he's seen in a long time. Athletically, sure, absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not talking shit about the wrestling. I'm talking shit about Jr. Selling it. Yeah, but then when you see when you think about the big moment with Sting, right? What do you remember? Whose voice do you remember? Jr.'s oh, or Shivani's? Shivani's. bro. Let's be real. That but you remember it. But you remember it though. Yeah, that 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 he 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 kind of like Like he kind of like stepped on Jr's toes with that though, don't you think? Like maybe Jr should have had that. It was the callback. It was a callback. It was a callback to WCW. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was there. Remember, Shivani and Jr worked together in WCW before he went to the E. Yeah. So you know, there's some there's some uh, personal. Uh, duels that are happening that we are not aware of. Oh, maybe. Absolutely. Maybe so. You know, that's a very great point that you're you're probably absolutely right, and I simultaneously do not give a fuck about this. (laughs) Right? I know I'm right. (laughs) The point is, you're out there doing your job. I don't care about any backroom politics that someone's taking your spot, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit. You are on the table. And if you're not performing on the table, yo, wrestling moments, wrestling is narrated by the announcers. The experience comes through the announcers. They're the ones that feed you stories. So a lot of the times when we even talk about creative sucks, it's really announcers also suck because there's no connections being made. But here we are with JR and his greatest importance to the game is how he sells moments and he just don't sell moments no more. Mm-mm. All he tells you is how mediocre things are. Mm. He's like, he's the wet blanket. Who mm. wants that? JR, highly hot. respected. Highly respected. He is like legend in the game. But yo, like, I, yo, even Jordan had to be like, yo, is, you know, these wizards, they ain't going to do it for me. <laughs> it's his time, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's over. That sounds but it's disrespectful, but, but it's not, man. Like, yo, that's it. But how does the future sound? How does the future sound? Is it is it sound promising to you? Well, the future sounds like they apologize a lot because you know, Pat McAfee <laughs> on SmackDown, that's all he was doing. Oh. Oh. All right, but we'll get to Pat McAfee. We gotta do something about AEW. Okay. But what are we doing with this AEW booth? Excalibur clearly has to be on it. Yeah. I think he's the best part fan. of their of their yeah. announced team. It's What's just that, that he it's only that he stands out. He's just it's just that he stands out because he's the only one doing the actual like the work. 
Every, but it's because this guy, this guy names every move. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like does. he's the one that's actually doing it now. And then maybe, maybe he should have done the other role. Maybe he should have done. But are we well, invested? In no, the but- are we invested in the name of the moves, or are we invested in the story that these two performers? No, I, I, I like. I would like for the commentator to um dictate what's happening in the room in the match, but sometimes yeah, there's gotta be. Sometimes yeah. all you hear is is bullshit, like 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 like, like all clown, like the whole Byron Saxton and fucking and 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 um Corey Graves shit. Corey Graves, That's yeah. a bad example because they're kind of good sometimes too. They'd be making me pop too, but a lot. It's it's a lot sometimes. It's a lot. And if you're is, not getting dictation, then, bro. But the thing is, you, you also remember that they're telling a story in the ring that does not to need to be. Certain aspects do not need to be narrated. And right. when you're of course they do. When no, no, no. There's there's things like like visuals and shit. This is the same shit that people shitted on Morrow for. When I thought Morrow brings excitement to the match when he's calling, because there's so much passion behind Morrow's it. Gold, but they would claim that he takes away from the match. The problem with Moro is that every moment is WrestleMania. Hey, that's the problem. That, that was, that's the problem with Moro. That if you listen to him on Wednesday and then you listen to him at the pay per view, and then you listen to him at the next when, you know what I mean? Sell it. When you hear, yo, not, not on a regular like second match of the night. You're not going, Mama Mia! Like, <laughs> to, there's, to, to be fair, be, though, there's levels to this shit. Right? To be fair, though, to be fair, though. Let's remember what Morrow was commentating on in legendary it's NXT true. matches. Because the people that are the top right now in NXT, Morrow was the commentator for them throughout he, their matches. He kind of had and to do he it. He never got criticized. He didn't get criticized for the big matches. He no. got criticized for the regular Schmegler daily matches. And, and, and I'm going to tell matches. you, even the regular Schmegler daily matches were dope. They, they get commentated different than Raw matches. Fact. You gotta. It, it's you. You have to learn your levels because then the pay per view is not special. It's gotta so, be special. You. You've gotta. Yo. You. If all right. If you have a fucking story and there's three like three parts to the story, you can't start at an eight because you can only go to ten. Storytelling one on one. You've gotta yeah. grow. You gotta climax. And if you're at fucking ten right from the jump, like climax. Man, there's no difference. There's no difference because you're just yelling all the time. I mean, if, now, now you're making it seem like he he he's coming. Oh, he's coming in here, and that walk is up. No, the man was when certain he spots were was. Early, <laughs> he when, when he got excited, early, when he got excited, when you, when, you hear when he got excited, and he boxing. was excitable. When you hear him commentating boxing, every time there's a clean fucking punch. But wrestling needs all. that. Wrestling you know needs I mean? that. Wrestling needs that. He's great in boxing. Yo, obviously, obviously he was doing. You guys have an opportunity to see what Morrow does best. This Sunday in um in uh Jesus Rebellion for Impact because he will be on the commentary table for Rebellion. Wow. Make sure to catch wow. our official pre-show for Impact's Rebellion dropping this Sunday because you know the bad guys got you. Got it, baby. We got it. We doing oh, the damn thing. Oh shit! The bad guys always take care of y'all. And Twitch, they 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 join in the party too. Shout out to Twitch because they gonna jump in on all the festivities. Uh, on all the action. So the to the main point here is that the best presentation of AEW was supposed to be sports based, right? When we look at like when we think about at least New Yorkers right up here like in the Northeast, we look at like the Yankees cuz fuck Boston. All right? <laughs> and their legendary <laughs> announce team, right? Michael K does an excellent job of telling you what it, what's happening. 
He paints the picture. He sets the poetry. He has the right? time to do it. Because baseball's the slowest sport in the world. <laughs> I understand that. But the, but, the, but the job is the same in a different context. The job is the same. Right? JR, and, and the reason I know it can happen in wrestling is because it used to. And JR used to be the best at but, but, but So it can happen here, again. But we're also yeah. here talking about that wrestling is the most athletic it's ever been. So the fast pace that's happening in the ring makes that very difficult. And with, but without a commentary team to make it sense, then it's just gymnastics. All right. Yes, they can tell whatever story. Yo, gymnastics tell stories too. You Absolutely. forget that like they dance to the music. Like there, there is movement, there is pace, there is climax. All right? Every time they so, fall off the beam, we're like climax. You know? <laughs> But my thing, but see, my thing is, I feel like there's a significant difference uh, between a commentator uh, when a commentator takes over the, the match. Commentator, yes, commentator the remake over the match. Is that the I believe is that the, the people primo. in the ring are not performing to, to the expectations. That's my it's way of looking at it. A good, the a story good in the ring, the story in the ring that's visual should never take away from the audio. I mean, should always take away from the audio. No, because the they the the commentator sets the framework for what's happening. It's so giving that, you the <clears> story <throat> on a silver platter, and again, that's, that's what Jr. used so, to be good at. So, so when Stone Cold this. turned, well, I I, I think we WrestleMania seventeen, right? Everybody was like, "Holy shit!" Because Jr. was like, "Holy shit!" 100%. Because he had right, painted right, right. this picture that what is what, what's Vince doing here? Vince 100%. is not gonna help the Rock. He's okay. not gonna help Stone Cold. What's so, so Mischief, I'm going to shit on your whole point, right? So then tell me, Can't. when you are in any live baby. sports event, why do you mark out? You don't hear any commentating. It's because of the story being told in the ring. That's the number That's all one you have. Thing. That's all you have. There is no other option. If I could go to a baseball game, if I could go to a football game, if I could go to WWE, and I can listen to what the announcers are saying, absolutely, positively, unequivocally, yes, I would. And I'd pay extra for it. Right, Vic? Didn't Why you say that, that at one of the WrestleManias that was a thing? There, there was Bluetooth. There was a Bluetooth option. At some WrestleManias. Like it's 2021. Yeah. Um, but here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're focused on Jr. so much, and and yeah, I get it. He's 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 done. That's it. It's there's no there's no repairing him. But I mean, how do we feel about the future though? Yeah. But well, how we feel about the future? Because it sounds like what you're saying. It it, it sounds like we're we're in good hands. Excalibur is the future for no, AEW. No, not even just Excalibur. I'm talking about WWE's new commentary system that they got. So, so go ahead. And, and the reason I was so adamant about this AEW thing is because it sets up my point for, for Raw and SmackDown. All right? Okay. We, the, the, the sports references, the Michael K comparison, that, that's on purpose. Because sports tell a great story. When you think about sports, the sport tells the story. The commentators narrate, all right? It happens in football, right? Like, nobody's there talking about all the announcers taking away. The best announcers don't take away, right? Tony Romo's out there doing a great job as a commentator, right? Because he adds to the experience. Sports are the best at doing this. And when they succeed, they succeed excellently. Adnan Vert coming into Raw, that is a sports-centered presentation. You're looking for someone to narrate that story. You got to look to sports. They are the best at doing something out of nothing. They sell you from numbers. They tell you stories. Do they not? Facts. Right? 
Don't you sit at Monday Night Football and you're listening to, well, you were you used to listen to Gruden and Mike talk about the statistics of like long, the, the yardage and whatever. And like on third downs, there's a 45% chance that when it's raining and it's Monday and he's got a boner, that he's going to get a, yo, like, <laughs> you know the statistics. Because from numbers, they told stories. They need to bring that. To AEW, and that's what they're trying to do with the ranking. And I think Excalibur is that sports element. He's just got he's I think he's being dragged down by people like JR. Right? In WWE, we're adding that with Adnan Berg, who's got that ESPN background, who can tell a story by what he sees. Right? He's able to convey that to the audience because that's what sports does. Right? No one narrates that shit but the commentary. Pat McAfee. Is doing the same shit, Oof. but he's on the color side. He's on the color commentary side. He's giving you personality, the Tony Romo, that can tell you the depth behind it in a sports package, right? Because Michael Cole is great at what he does when he's able to do it the way he's supposed to. Okay. And now you've got personality with Pat McAfee. He jokes, and he's adding the sports to it. And he you stands up from his chair. Like, holy shit. This is all a different that. experience. I love it. Don't. Don't fix that. Yeah. Don't, because I, now I, you got the camera on him for a little split second. It's something different. But, I mean, don't take the mask. He's got a climax, right? So, like, we can't be standing up yeah. on a regular Friday. <laughs> right, right. Not, <laughs> not right. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, it no, was, no. But it was his first time, so he did excellent. And they both did great. Adnan's going to find this groove. He's got two dudes to help him do it. Pat's going to find this groove first. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I like it. I like the new movements. Yeah. The new just, sound. The new sound, you know, the sports-centered like that presentation, that's important because that that's, that's where they're going to bring more fans back. And I think the Peacock deal, I think the Fox deal, I think that's what it's all about. And it's interesting because... You know, you're talking about bringing legitimacy to the to the wrestling industry, and you know, one of the celebrities that just was just part of WrestleMania, Jake Paul. He went on a show and he said, "Yo, people were saying, oh, you sold that that stunner really well." He's like, "Dude, I didn't sell shit. That shit hurt. <laughs> like, that, these guys go in. Like, I got kicked and I got fucking uh, flipped over. Like that that was not like I didn't do shit. They did shit to me." <laughs> um, and, and you know, and, and bringing legitimate analysts, you know, what I mean, sports enthusiasts, people that know how to tell a, that type of uh, competitive story, it would help. Yeah, Adonai didn't do a terrible job on Monday Night Raw. It's just Monday Night Raw is a terrible job. <laughs> uh, and Pat McAfee, people, <laughs> that's people the best it. way to put it. I, I, I just feel maybe he wasn't ready for a two man show. Right. Okay. Uh, so all you can see is Michael Cole, but like shaking his head. You know what I mean? <laughs> Spider receipts and shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. Nah, but, but they gotta keep at it, man. McAfee keep at it. He has charisma. McAfee can get it done. I, I'm a little upset that we didn't see them. Uh, McAfee flesh out his character a little more. What he was doing in uh, NXT was dope. I yeah. would like to see that a little more. Maybe we will get it. We don't know. What time? What time? Or maybe he's re- restricted because. To kind of like preserve the character for some kind of thing. Who knows? I, all I know is that I popped. And that's definitely going to lead us into the next segment. In the final segment. The HPC of the week, gentlemen. I popped for Mike, the Pat McAfee's commentating. I also enjoyed Indy Hartwell's uh, love story with Mr. Dexter Loomis. The whole beginning to end she's been working with him has been fucking entertaining as F. I'm glad you said it that way because what I thought was entertaining AF (laughs) 
was Moxley and Eddie Kingston. If they don't Ooh. have a buddy cop movie in the works, <laughs> what is up? Yo. Eddie Kingston <laughs> and John Moxley coming out there, ramming into the trailer by talking their shit. Did you see the moment where Moxley like throws a pipe and he's like, yo, you almost hit me. I love you. Wait till I get out of the way. Yo, shout out to cop. You gotta wait till I get out of the way. Shout out to cop in a half featuring. Yo. <laughs> Well, my pop of the week definitely has to go to uh, a young lady that we talked about last week and how wonderful her progression has been. Taya Te Conte versus Hakira. Wow. Wow. We're live, pal. I know. I know. <laughs> reading it threw me off. Reading it threw me off. But Kirishita, Taekante, yo, they put on a banger, man. I, I, I will say it was. It might have been Shida's best match so far. Uh, I mean, yo, it was just great. There were some stiff shots. Both women got in their spots. They put in the work, man. Yo, and Conti is looking phenomenal, man. She looks like she belongs in the main event. And I know you may disagree with me, Mischief, but... This potential was there in the E. They just didn't utilize it. Mm. Nah. Well, she ain't in the main event now. She got to move aside because D-M-D is on her way. And I popped to that for sure when she came out. I was like, hey. My pop was was for uh, Sarai and uh, Zoe Starks. Those two put on a match. Yeah, it was pretty dope, man. I saw NXT, man. It uh, It was entertaining. Nice debut for her. How about, how about uh, Hangman Page versus Ricky Starks? Wow. Oh. Ricky, shout out shout out to a pop to Ricky Starks' neck. How about that? <laughs> I think he, he hurt his shoulder, actually. I think he got injured. Damn. No Damn, good. No bueno. Sucks. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. Yo, TNT, what up? Um, well, we're not going to talk about the heels of the week, guys. Very clearly, right? We got MJF cutting that killer promo in the middle of the ring. I mean, in the middle of the ring. In um. Uh, in the middle of the camera. In the middle of the... He was in the center. He was centered up. Night. But, uh... And then also another pop, right? When Jer- Anytime Jericho touches the mic, I'm in love. But mostly because Santana killed it. Yeah, Santana yeah. was that pop. Oh. But MJF been here a little week for a minute now, so... Alright, alright. I feel the wrestling was really, really good this week, but it tends to get better because this week we make history, ladies and gentlemen. Rebellion is going to be on and we're going to, as usual, hook you up with the hype show on Sunday for Impact's own Rebellion. Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan for the Impact title. <gasps> Some things are going to happen. We're going to remember it and it's going to go down. PCF, tell the fans what they can do on their way out, because it's 10 count of 10 told. Talk Check to us out on Twitter, HPC2Sweet, and on IG at HPC2Sweet underscore. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and Twitch channel, Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your fix from. Get your finger out of there. Do you know what the Pentagon PCF has?